0: to compass and clock i'm your host mary copeland this infotainment podcast explores how to live your best life now and well into retirement we'll discuss topics in financial planning housing and insurance we'll talk wellness relationships and leisure activities a full active life requires planning for your goals and preparing for the unexpected i'll introduce you to a variety of guests from knowledgeable experts to folks sharing their stories of their life experiences, and so much more, because life is big. All is intended to help you guide in planning for what you need now and at any age. Like and subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Today, my guest is Dan Whedon. Dan is an insurance broker and risk management expert. He has authored three books and is a co-host of the nationally syndicated entrepreneur podcast, The Shrimp Tank. Today, Dan and I are going to talk about the Washington State Long-Term Care Act, and in addition to that, he'll share his wealth of knowledge with us on long-term care insurance. Dan, welcome to the show.
1: Mary, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Good. I'm so glad because I have been on your show, the... um, Shrimp tank, and I definitely want to reciprocate because, as I said in your intro, you are a wealth of knowledge.
1: Well, thank you.
0: So, I'm going to just jump right in. Sure. And I'm going to ask you to tell myself and the listeners what is the Long Term Care Act taking place here in the state of Washington?
1: Well, Mary, the Long Term Care Act tax may be the best-kept secret uh, that is about to explode on people. It was passed by the Washington State Legislature in 2019, and the goal was to start rolling it out, the information at least, to employers in 2020. Well, we had this little thing called a global pandemic occur, and and so it didn't happen. And now it's starting to come out with some really important timing. Basically what it is, it is an employee. An employee paid tax. It's collected by the employer, but it is employee paid. So every W 2 employee, whether you're the CEO or the person who was just hired last week, every W 2 will pay 58 cents per $100 of income. That's a tax. That's that's the basic issue, and the tax is going to go to what is going to be a long-term solution for the state on long-term care costs. It's meant to pay for individuals 30, 40 years in the future, maybe only 10 years in the future, for a benefit. Uh, and I know we're going to talk a little bit more about that, but that's basically the, the tax act. It's 58 cents for every $100 of income. So somebody who has a $100,000 income, Mary, would pay, my grade school math tells me, $580 a year.
0: Right, and that's based on their gross income before taxes. That's correct. So now I'm gonna switch over to long-term care insurance because you um, are an expert in this type of insurance and you had shared with me a story about your parents, specifically about your mom. So I thought maybe you could give us the short version, <laughs> really help illustrate, you know, the purpose of having long-term care um, coverage. Sure,
1: I'll I'll try to make this short because, as you know, these are these are long runways. Bottom line is, my mom uh, had frontal lobe dementia, uh, and and shortly after my father passed away, he needed assisted living because he had. He had cancer and he he lasted five months with it, but he had some assisted care needs. Well, my mom certainly did too, because she was starting to get into the dementia. And between her living with us for two years, my wife and I for two years, and then we had to make the transition over to a memory care facility, it was about five years worth of long-term care needs. My my parents uh, were of an age where long-term care insurance didn't exist when they were in their 40s and their 50s, and so they didn't have it. So in essence, the long-term care costs not only took all of their assets, and they were high-end middle class. We had to sell their home, we had to use those funds to pay. And before my mom passed away over the last year, We ended up having to supplement because all she had was her uh, small income coming in from uh, my dad's uh, pension and and all of that and social security. So bottom line was over the course of about a five-year period, it was close to a half a million dollars that was spent between them and us for her long-term care needs. Uh, And those were both memory care and in-home care in addition to my dad's uh, assisted living.
0: So what you just illustrated showed that there is a need for folks to start planning in advance for their aging um, golden years because long-term care costs um, are expensive, especially if you have a health issue and it's not covered by Medicare or Medicaid, etc. A lot of it's private pay.
1: Well, the reality is, is that the government never intended when it came to social security and and Medicare and all of that, never intended people to live past about the age of 70. That's just not how it was set up. It was set up that you'd retire at 65 and somewhere in the next five years you die. Well, as we know, people are now living into their 80s and 90s and into their hundreds. And in, in, in many cases, and in fact, if you get to age 65, Mary, you are a about 70% likely to need some form of long-term care. Sure. It's not going to be covered by your insurance, <laughs> your medical insurance It's not going to be covered by Medicare. If you make any amount of money, it, it, the Medicare is for the destitute. So we have to start thinking beyond our investments, which is what my parents had what, their assets beyond our investments into how do we take care of it? Well, we've always done that with insurance, right? Whether it's your home, if you have a half a million dollar home, you don't necessarily have half a million in the bank to rebuild that home. You've got to finance it and you finance it through insurance. Same is gonna need to be done for long-term care. And that's why the state stepped in and I applaud them for trying. The problem is there's a lot of issues involved. They're saying this is a long-term crisis in the future or a long-term care crisis in the future, and they wanna be able to have everybody who ever paid that tax to be able to have something.
0: So when you say that then, it, if I understood, this is gonna go into effect now as of January 1st, 2022. Yes it's for the state of Washington only. Yes. So does every single person that has a W-2 in the state of Washington have to participate in this?
1: Well, the quick answer is yes, uh, there is an opt-out. So there is, bottom line, and if, if you are a W-2 employee, so some people are entrepreneurs, sole proprietors, they, they don't pay themselves as a W-2, they can opt-out. But everybody else who, who has a W-2, like in my business, I pay myself as a W-2, so I, I would have to pay the tax. The opt-out comes If you have long-term care insurance, like I do, I can opt out. I can show the state, last half of this year, I'm going to be able to appeal to them and say, here's my long-term care policy, which is equal to or better than yours, and it's better. I want to opt out, and they'll opt me out. The challenge, though, Mary, is from timing. If you don't have a long-term care policy right now, your own individual, It needs to be in place by July 31 of this year in order to opt out for next year, because the state's saying, we don't want you to be in the process of getting it. Tell us you're going to get it. And then you don't get it. It's got to be in place by July 31 of this year in order to opt out. And from my understanding, this is the only opt out period.
0: So you're saying that if, um, I don't opt out this year for 2022. When 2023 comes, if I buy long-term care insurance that year, I'm not able to opt out, so I'm going to get hit with that tax.
1: It's not clear. How about that for a muddy answer? It's not clear. My guess is because 2020 had no education on this, I would hope that the state and the commission would give people another year's chance to do it. I hope that, because this is just coming out now. I mean, July's gonna be here any is soon. And you can't walk into an insurance agent's office and say, hey, I'd like to sign up for some long-term care and walk out with it like you would an auto policy. There's it takes two, three, four weeks at best. I hope. The case will be that they'll have some, something in place to, to allow that. But as we understand it now, this is the one opt-out period.
0: So when you opt out and with the option either of your employment status or um, having a long-term care insurance policy, let's um, double back now to long-term care insurance. Right. Um, and I have 2 twofold question on this what is the minimum that you can buy, and can you have more than one policy?
1: Uh, The second one I'll answer really quickly. Yes, you can have more than one policy. Similar to life insurance, uh, you you can have multiple policies that have their own limits and will stack on top of each other. Uh, The minimum is hard to say. Uh, What what I tell people is this, look, let's figure out what your budget is. Mm -hmm. What are you willing, or what are you capable and, and happy paying Over the course of a 10-year period, is it it $500 a month? Is it $150 a month? How does that look? And then from that, we'll see what that can buy you. And what it can buy you is going to be based on what your age is at the time, uh, what your health is, all of that. So it's hard to say, you know. while there probably is a minimum that would make sense, because of this tax act, I'm telling people, you're going to have to pay money into it no matter what. Let's figure out how much you might pay into it over the course of however many years you're going to be working, and let's find out what that would buy you as an individual that's the the easiest way I want to, people to think that yes long term care insurance it's not inexpensive that's the reality, and the reality and the reason it's not inexpensive is is because you're highly likely to use it in fact it's a higher than 50% chance that you're going to end up using it at some point. That's, that's higher than everything else other than life insurance, right?
0: Well, so a lot, figure
1: out what you can afford and let's see what that can buy you. That's, that's my recommendation to your audience.
0: Yeah, and that would um, also, you would take into the equation. Okay. What are my um, goals? How do I envision myself? You know, what am I doing? What's my lifestyle going to be when I'm 70, 80, 90? You know, all of that you have to put a dollar amount to and knowing what the costs are. Do the research now to find out what it costs for long term care to live in this. Well, city. it's about
1: eight, Mary, it's about $8,000 a month.
0: Right. For our it's our today, community. To,
1: for today, it's about $8,000 a month. The state's program has a cap of $36,500. Uh, in today's money, that's about three or four months right? It's it's not much. And I, I would just like to say, and this kind of goes back to my mom and, and my dad, they they had a very uh, comfortable living. My dad had 30 years in the Navy and then 30 year or 20 years working for the school district. I know that he would have rather, they both would have rather had all of their assets, their home, their retirement, all of that when they died, would have preferred to have given that to Their grandchildren, right? There's nothing left. So when I hear people say, Well, I've got, I've got money, I've got investments. Is that really where you wanted it to go to? Did you have something that you'd rather have done with it, places you'd rather have gone, people you would have rather given it to? Every wealth advisor that I know that is really good promotes long-term care insurance to protect your rest of your. Investments?
0: Well, you can enjoy life. It's like you buy insurance for your car and you drive your car knowing, okay, God forbid something happens, I'm insured. Right. But just like you buy long term care insurance, now I'm going to retire, I'm going to enjoy life, I'm going to travel, I'm going to spend time with my grandchildren. And if something happens, I've got my long term care insurance policy to help pay for those costs that I'm going to need. So it's peace of mind. So when we talk about long term care insurance, you know, you were saying figure out what your monthly payment is that you could pay, but could you also pay buy a policy upfront? You know, a hundred thousand dollar policy and pay a hundred thousand dollars. How does that work?
1: Yeah, you can. Um, you can. You can do a single lump sum, and actually, over the course of 10, 20 years, it's a, hu- it, it, a huge savings. So you can do a one time uh, drop. So let's say if you if you had if you came upon an inheritance or you had enough money in your investments that you'd said and it's not necessarily a $100,000 policy. You have to kind of, it's a little bit different than life insurance, but let's just say I want a policy that's going to pay me $10,000 a month over four years when I hit 85 or 86. We can figure that out. That might cost a one-time cost of say, let's say $50,000. Well, if I had that money, I could plunk it down and pay $50,000 and I never have to pay again. The policy is in place forever. Or I could pay it over 10 years and maybe it cost me $63,000 to pay it over 10 years or $70,000 over 20. So you have those opportunities to pay up front and pay less, but you also have the opportunity, if you don't have that kind of money, to pay over a longer period of time for the
0: same benefit. So with long-term care insurance, is it like car insurance where you use it or lose it or what is i've heard the word hybrid policy out there
1: Can you, the answer is that? yes <laughs> so <laughs> there's two types of so straight there you can somebody can buy straight long-term care insurance those are out there and and they do a better job than what the the tax is going to do but those long-term care only policies are limited to what they would return if you never use them. And in many cases, they don't return anything. So it is like car insurance, as you use as an analogy. You, it's there for peace of mind, but if 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 you don't use it, you don't get anything back. Today, I, I prefer the hybrid models. My long-term care policy is a use it or, and lose it because I took it out so many years ago, it was because there was no hybrid policies. Uh, So I'm a little bit jealous. Other than the fact that my premium is quite a bit lower because I took it out at a young age, Mm -hmm. but to get back to the hybrid, the hybrid policy is hybrid with life insurance. So what I do with my clients is we set up the policy with a return of premium of either 70 percent or 100 percent. The 70 percent helps out because it gives you long-term higher long-term benefits. But what that tells the client is if they die before ever using it, they're going to get either 70% of all the premiums they ever paid, or if they choose the 100%. So it takes away that objection that says, man, what if I, what if I pay in $50,000 into long-term care insurance and never use it? Well, now your beneficiary is gonna get that back in the event of your death, or you're gonna use it. So Mary, it's like basically saying, I'm gonna buy this insurance, I'm gonna get benefit from it one way or another. If I live long enough to need it, then I'm gonna be happy I had it. If I don't, then my beneficiary, my spouse, my children, somebody else, it was like I put that money in and they're getting it right back.
0: What happens in the case of a hybrid if you use it for one month? That's it, you you needed to move into a memory care community, you used it for one month and you passed away. Yeah, Does the-
1: I, don't wanna, yeah I don't wanna speak for all life insurance policy or these uh, long-term care policy hybrids because there's, there's several companies out there. I, I know that I work with a company called Lincoln Financial. And so with Lincoln's hybrid policy, if you were in for a month, you would get the life insurance proceeds of the return of premium minus that one month so you're still going to get you're still going to get the life insurance back now there will come a point where you've used so much of the benefit that it's taken away all of the rest of the life insurance well then you've used it right so the answer is is that if you've only been there one month or two months you will still have a portion of that life insurance to always get you back to that full return of premium.
0: Okay.
1: But that's for one, Paul, that's for Lincoln. I I can't speak for everybody. uh, And I want to be clear to your audience. There are several companies out there that do it. Uh, I'd be happy to talk to anybody, but if you have a wealth advisor or somebody, a life insurance agent that deals with long-term care talk to them about the different policies and different provisions each company might have.
0: Great advice. And they can talk to um, yourself or they can, when they're talking with their financial planner or when they're talking with their state planning attorney, they can ask these questions. Right. And
1: and one quick note, not everybody is licensed for long-term care. Even if they sell life insurance, there are additional, uh, licensing requirements for long-term care. So not every not not every insurance broker has the opportunity to, to offer it to clients. So that's a question
0: that they may ask of somebody. They need to do their due diligence and research. Um, normally we try to keep our sessions um, to a certain amount of time, 25 minutes or so. So we still have, you know, five or six minutes. Okay. But um, when when we're wrapping up now I would love for you to, you know, basically tell our listeners three takeaways from what we just discussed. Because, you know, here we talked about the Washington um, State Long Term Care Act tax, which you said has a maximum benefit of thirty six thousand five hundred, and you compare that to a long term care insurance policy you're going to buy, which is going to be larger than that. So if we could touch on both the act and the policies.
1: So I'll give you you my three, Mary. Number one is actually really simple. Long-term care, especially if you are, (laughs) if you're in your 40s and 50s right now, long-term care is a future issue for you. Might be for your parents now, but it is going to be for you. And now, right now is the time to deal with it because you'll never be younger or healthier. So you want to deal with long-term care right now. Number two is, yeah, the tax is coming. If you're a W-2 employee, whether you own your business or not, you will start paying a tax in January of 2022, 58 cents per $100 of your income. And the benefit is capped at 36500 It's not a lot and there's a lot of holes in it. In fact, you can only use it in the state. If you leave the state for five years and then come back, you forfeit it. Uh, and if you pass away before ever using it there 's no benefit to your to your beneficiary so there 's a lot of challenges with that. You will start paying that if you 're employed you 're going to hear about it if you haven 't already. Number three is you can opt out and get a better policy by finding long term care insurance if you 're eligible because your 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 underwriting for your medical and all of that is good enough. I highly recommend at least taking what you would pay to the state and putting it in a private long-term care policy, you're gonna get more than than uh, you would from the state, but at least use that amount. Your deadline for that is July 31st. It's gotta be in place. So I would start now.
0: When you talk about long-term care insurance policies and we talk about the tax act being a um, maximum benefit of 36,500, is it designed to help those that are, have a lower income? I
1: think so. I think the state, not having been in the meeting, but I think the state looked and said, there's a lot of people who cannot inf- cannot afford insurance and they might be the ones most likely that we're, we're gonna have to pay for into the future. Uh, and I think they looked at higher wage earners and said kind of uh, go buy insurance. Now, a lot of people might look at the politics of that and said they shouldn't. That's that's not the right to do. Uh, that's not the part of this. Uh, you know, that's not what we're really talking about. They did it. They're not going to be the last state to do it because the reality of my first takeaway that we got an issue that's coming. Uh, states realize that, and states know they're going to have to pay for that one way or another. So they're doing, I think, the best they can. And again, that's not a political statement, but they're, they're identi- they've identified an issue, they're doing the best they can, but they're also saying, look, if you're a higher wage earner, go buy your own insurance and help out. And, and I think that that's, that's probably where that came from.
0: It's a starting point. You know, there's a silver tsunami coming, I like to say, yeah. and we need to do something about, you know, how are we going to cover these costs? So yeah. you know, we were, And I'll
1: just really quickly, we were fortunate, my wife and I, that we could afford to help my, my mom. And, and we were, we were fortunate. Not everybody could have taken that on. Uh, and, and that's the challenge that's coming. If all of a sudden you're adding a $5,000, 6000 7000 bill to your normal cash flow, can, can you do it? We were able to do it for the short time that we did. We were fortunate. Not everybody has that luxury.
0: No, and what happens right now, because of what I'm learning, is that um, it's taken away from the adult children's retirement that they're putting away for themselves. And exactly. not their parents. So I think Washington, you know, is starting something that um, could be beneficial for many. But at the same time, when you have options, consider buying the long-term care policy.
1: Perfectly said. You have options. If you're watching this, you probably have options.
0: So- We're going to need to sign off. So, Dan, thank you for educating myself and our listeners about the Washington State Long-Term Care Act tax and the deadlines that are connected with it and your thorough explanation of long-term care insurance and telling folks to do their due diligence to look into this sooner rather than later. My pleasure. You have a great day, Dan. Thanks for everything. Bye-bye. Since this recording, there has been an update to the opt-out date. There's now an opt-out period from October 2021 to December 2022. Taxes will still be withdrawn starting January of 2022.